0: You are listening to 300 Seconds with Eduardo Solis, and this is episode number 120. Dinner with a side of laughs. Ain't Texas. So let the 300 seconds begin. I have spent 99.99999% of my life in Texas. So on those rare occasions, when I do leave the Lone Star State, the differences stick out like a sore thumb, especially where food is concerned. I had a job in the year 1 BC, or before coronavirus, that sent me on the road driving around Texas and occasionally to our neighboring states. They also flew me out to the wilds of Ohio for some of the worst training that I've ever had in my entire life, but that's a story for another time. My first out-of-state work trip sent me to some small towns out in Oklahoma. Now, I had spent some time in Oklahoma before, so my first thought was, no biggie. Upon arriving, I quickly discovered that there was, in fact, a biggie, and it was a big biggie. The biggie was, no Whataburger. For those of you who are not blessed enough to be near one, Whataburger is a hamburger chain that started in Texas and is known for good food, fancy ketchup being open 24 hours a day, and serving a pretty tasty breakfast from 11 at night to 11 in the morning. If you are ever lucky enough to find yourself near one during breakfast hours, you owe it to yourself to try a honey butter chicken biscuit. The issue I had was that I had to be at work at 5.30 in the morning. I'm a breakfast guy, I love breakfast, and if I'm in Texas, there will more than likely be a Whataburger in the neighborhood that I can stop at and grab a good hot breakfast on the way to work. But, out in the wilds of Oklahoma, I don't know what local options are available at 5 a.m. The hotel I'm at usually won't start serving breakfast that early, so instead I have to settle for a frozen breakfast thing that I picked up at the local grocery store and heated up in the hotel room microwave. Yum. Speaking of grocery stores, many of the grocery stores and restaurants in these small Oklahoma towns would close ridiculously early at 6 or 7 p.m. I'm from a small town in Texas, and our grocery store, when we still had one, closed at 9. The Dairy Queen closed at 10, and we even had a 24-hour diner for a spell, so the notion of an entire town shutting down at 6 or 7 just completely melts my brain. Thus, I quickly learned that if I was out of state and I wanted breakfast that didn't come from a gas station, I had to stop by the local grocery store just after I got of work and hopefully before they closed. And speaking of small towns, I have to mention the interesting experience that I had months later in a town called Ulysses, Kansas. Whenever I would find myself in a new town, I would rely on either Google Maps or ask the locals for a good place to eat. I like to sample the local flavor and I discovered some pretty good mom-and-pop places in my travels. That said, as it was the first time I had been in Kansas, I wasn't sure what to expect in Ulysses. I definitely wasn't expecting anything really ethnic, you know, maybe a Chinese place or an Italian joint. So come to my surprise when my first Google Maps search at dinnertime pulled up a number of Mexican restaurants in town. And here's the thing with me and Mexican food. Because it is so carb-heavy, or to put it another way, delicious, if I'm going to get some enchiladas, It has to be at lunchtime unless I want to spend the evening in a food coma. I decided to get some Mexican the next day for lunch since it was apparently so readily available. The next day, I asked somebody at the office for a good place to eat. The gentleman mentioned that a relative had recently opened the Mexican restaurant and that I should check it out. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's already a good sign. I entered the restaurant. I could have sworn that I was their first customer. And I don't mean just for the day, but period. There were tables, chairs, a cash register, and really not much else. When dude said they had just opened, he wasn't joking. I sat down and ordered the enchiladas rojas and looked forward to a good meal. Minutes later, I got my plate, and it looked pretty much like every other enchilada plate that I've ever had in my life. Three enchiladas with sauce and cheese, Mexican rice, refried beans, and a side salad. All right. What I didn't expect was for the enchilada sauce to have a little bite to it. Don't get me wrong, they weren't crazy hot, oh my god, I need water now, spicy. In fact, the spice was enough to make them taste pretty good, it just wasn't what I had been expecting. I finished my meal, returned to the office, and the gentleman that had told me about the restaurant asked me what I thought. I told him that the food was good, but the red sauce was spicier than I had been accustomed to. His wife, who also worked there, overheard me and said, Well, that's because it wasn't red sauce, mijo, it was chile. At that moment, I came to the realization that the restaurant was serving real Mexican food, whereas I had grown accustomed to eating toned down Tex Mex over the years. I'm not sure what that says about me. This has been 300 Seconds. The next episode will be posted after I look for a nearby mom and pop Mexican restaurant because I kind of want enchiladas now. For more wonderfully weird words written by me, visit EduardoSolis.com. And as always, I thank you for listening. Be good. Take care. And God bless.